The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome. And today, I have someone known and worked with and really had the opportunity to get to know really closely Lori Ratto. And Lori is an She's a healthcare professional. She was a nurse for 30 years. In fact, she still is a nurse, but she's no longer practicing in the conventional medicine side. She's very concerned about working with the whole mind, body, spirit in healing and alleviating personal stress, chronic pain. And this really came out of her life. And she was working with horrible stress, terrible chronic pain. And from that, she div- she discovered some phenomenal holistic practices. She works with essential oils. She also is a certified healing touch practitioner and instructor. She's a certified aromatherapist. And she's also certified in gu- guided imagery. She has the whole package of holistic practices at her fingertips. And I love the fact that now her practice is going back into those very hospitals where she used to work and teaching them how to alleviate their patients' pain and stress through healing touch. And I think that's just a 360 that's just amazing. So let's welcome Lori Ratto. Lori, it's great to have you on the show. Hello, Linda. It's great to be here. Uh, Lori, I've I've admired you for so long. You you know that I I was a nurse. I retired. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have thirty years. Uh, I actually I actually went into to nursing to teach business, which I think is just really sort of strange. And then fell in love with moms and babies. So you know what do you, what can you say? Um, you had thirty years as a nurse. What was your practice as a nurse? Um, through. My 30 years of nursing, I've done acute hospital care, which was mainly intensive care, the step-down telemetry unit where they monitor your heart, and the emergency room. I also did home health care where you go into the home and you do dressing changes, you assess the patient, you teach them how to take better care of themselves. I did that for almost 20 years. And at one point, I was even a director of a um, assisted living and retirement residence, running a clinic and um, assessing residents. So I've done quite a few different things in my career. <laughs> yeah, you have. Very active. Well, it's interesting because the nursing, when I finally had to do, this sounds really bad, uh, had to do nursing in order to <laughs> keep my 
keep my position at, at the university, uh, I did do home visits and I did mom and baby visits and mm-hmm. it was so much fun um, because again, they, they'd left the hospital in three days and had no idea why this baby was a wreck on day three. And it was just so neat to be able to calm them down and let them know that everything was okay and that it was a growth spurt and it was perfectly natural and they were doing everything right. And it was mm-hmm. just a, that teaching, I think, was that was for me the most heartwarming piece of working in nursing uh, was being able to teach and watch people to relax and that stress to leave their shoulders. Now, mm-hmm. you're working... You left nursing and you went into more of a holistic practice. And I know I had the opportunity to actually experience your practice and was just absolutely amazed, awed, and just grateful for what you were able to do. But tell us just a little bit about why you moved from conventional to holistic medicine. Well, I've actually always been interested in holistic medicine since the early 1980s. And my desire started because I had returned to college to get my bachelor's degree in nursing and knew that patients in chronic pain, the pain medication wasn't enough. And that was only after like two or three years in nursing, right? Right. Um, so I, I did a mini research study with guided imagery and chronic pain and had a very good result and was just amazed by this. Um, I also was at UCSF in their pain clinic, and at the time, um, the new things were biofeedback and the the TENS unit, the stimulation, which is pretty common now. So I got a, a, a taste of it. Unfortunately, I then got married right out of finishing that program and raised a family, and so I left it all behind for a while. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. And, and, and so, go ahead. Yeah, then I developed chronic pain after an injury in my late 40s, and I did not want to take medications to deal with it because I know the the terrible side effects that can happen using medications really long term. So I went back to re-educate myself about these holistic therapies, and by working with healing touch and the oils and the imagery, I was able to totally resolve my chronic pain and my stress pattern that had developed over the years. And that's amazing because, as you know, I've had several injuries, um, two car accidents and a horse fall, as well as a nursing accident that um, herniated two discs, Mm. one of which I had surgery on and the other one we can't do anything about. And I know that the work that you did on me definitely had the ability to alleviate the pain. So I guess my question to you is, as, as we both have said, healthcare is changing. And yes. they're, they're looking for different remedies that are not necessarily drug-related. And I think that's so powerful because you know, I think, especially with the TV ads with all the drugs and everything else, I, 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 I can see these people walking in the doctor's office and say, I saw this on TV, I want it. You know, mm-hmm. and and yet there, as as you said, there are better ways of doing this. So, can you explain the whole concept of integrated medicine, and how it can help people heal faster? I'd love to. You see, integrative medicine is a combination of conventional and holistic therapies. So you're getting the best of both worlds. You're treating not just the physical body 
which needs to be treated, absolutely, but you're also treating their mind and their spirit because you need those two components to heal. Your thoughts, your beliefs, um, your, your moods, your emotions affect your physical body. It releases various chemicals in your body that can either help you to heal or hinder you to heal. And when things happen to your body, such as you're in a car accident, that, mm-hmm. that trauma can affect your emotions and your psyche. So you need to treat both. And when you treat both and they're working together, your body can actually help to heal itself. And that's what I love about the holistic therapies. We're just helping your own body do what it wants to do naturally, which is to heal and to be in balance. Okay, that, that is just that's such an interesting concept. And it, it's one that I, I don't see often going into a doctor's office, that, <laughs> they're, that they're working with more than just the body. And I so agree with you. I mean, I, I, I do a program for an, another company around, you know, does your thinking limit your success? But it also is true with does it limit your ability to heal? And, it has, and as, you, as you said, it has to do with what are you thinking? You know, if you're thinking you're in pain and you're never going to get out of it and whatever, the feelings are going to wrap right around that. The actions that you take and the results you get all will wrap around those thoughts. And so being able to change those thoughts, then you can change the feelings, change your actions and change your results. And so I, I, I love this idea of really working with that aspect because, as you know, the subconscious mind makes the world look like it wants it to. So if you don't change that, then it's going to continue to put you in pain or put you in a drug drug state or whatever it is, just so that the outside looks like the inside. So how do you work with all three pieces? Well, there's a variety of modalities out there. And the, the ones that I work with are healing touch. And that's a form of energy medicine. I do mm-hmm. aromatherapy. I also do aromatherapy, which is the use of essential oils in a therapeutic fashion. Um, And I do the guided imagery to help people relax and see themselves the way that what their goal is. And by doing that, just like athletes use the guided imagery to improve their performance. (laughs) Yes. Guided imagery can help you help your body to heal. Um. The energy work is really fascinating, and what I've been studying uh, since 2008. Mm-hmm. So your energy, your energy field, which is the energy field around you, people call call it your aura or individual energy field, along with your chakras, which are energy centers in your body, that creates a field. Uh, hold all experiences you've ever had, just like your subconscious holds everything that's ever happened to you, good and bad. And, and so, so let, Lori, what you're saying is that you then look at, are, are the chakras out of a line? Um, what, what color is the aura? Um, and can work with both of those? Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, uh, Healing Touch works with the chakras and your energy field to keep it clear, open, and flowing. Because what research has actually shown is that changes occur in your energy field before you get the physical symptoms. Mm-hmm. So if we can keep things open and flowing and allow the body to do what it needs to do, you'll be happier and healthier, you know, mental and physical. Okay, terrific. Because I, I didn't just have a reading, but I, I happened to go into a physical store and she said, ooh, your aura is orange. I'm going, great, is that good or bad? Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then she was also telling me that, oh, yeah, and your your chakra, the the yellow chakra, which is what? the Solar um, plexus, solar the plexus? chakra. Mm-hmm. Right. She said, my, it's really dim right now. And I'm going, okay. So I under I do understand what that's saying. In other words, it's depleted. And so do, do you ever get from your... Um, past associates um, that healing touch and guided imagery and the oils and all this is a bit woo-woo? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) When I first started doing this work, I was working in the emergency room. And I started out by working on the nurses. And a nurse um, had been thrown from her horse and it was her first day back on the job. So about halfway through the shift, you could see she was in pain from her ribs. So I started working on her and I could feel the doctor watching me before I even turned around, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I turned around to, to work on the, her other side and he actually said, what voodoo are you doing? Ooh. And the nurse turned around and said, she's doing healing touch. My pain is going away. Be quiet. Leave her alone. <laughs> now, now, that is a brave and bold leader Right there, you know, not afraid to step into that realm of I'm doing what I need to do and you get out of it. Uh, I think that's amazing because most most nurses in the past would have deferred to the doctor, right? Right. Well, exactly. But um, the nurses use less medications than a lot of people because they've seen the good and the bad side of them, I think. Right. So we're, we're looking for new things to do for our patients. We're looking for ways to keep ourselves healthier. So, Lori, you know, what you're talking about with healing touch and guided imagery and the oils as a way to um, alleviate pain. But then how does it help us to maintain that high level of energy, health, well-being? It helps by, by keeping the energy open and flowing, there's self-care techniques you can do. Um, when everything's open and flowing, then you can deal with the stressors of the day easier. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so many things hit us in a day. The traffic, the being late for an appointment, the crying child, the you have to cook dinner, but... Um, you know, your, your kid is outside calling for you. All kinds of little things happen <laughs> that oh, stress yeah. us out. <laughs> and they build up. And, and they can uh, stop this energy flow. Not stop it, but dim it. Or it doesn't work as well. Mm-hmm. So, by keeping it open, by doing some types of self-care, which is really important, um, you stay, you just stay, your immune system is, is better so you don't get sick. You're happier, and you can deal with everything better. Mm. 
sounds sounds miraculous. And and I love the idea that we can, through our own self-care, which we're going to talk about when we come back from break, um, can use that to maintain your happy. Your, the balance in mind, body, and spirit. I think that's really amazing. So do you have one quick tip to tell our listening audience as we move off to break? Make sure you do something for yourself every day, even if it's just taking a walk around the block or sitting down for one minute and taking five deep breaths and just being quiet. Okay, I love that. So audience, you heard her say, you know, get in essence, get some exercise, but it could be quiet exercise. I know, Lori, you love gardening, being in the woods and walking along the beach as some of the things that you do for self-care. And we'll talk more about that when we come back from the, from the break. But while we're gone, think about what you do to begin working with your self-care. America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. I'm here with uh, the most amazing holistic practitioner, Lori Ratto, um, who is also an RN. So she has the conventional background as well. But I think you really shine and are a true leader on the holistic side, the integrated health side, and really bringing um, today's hospitals into that. As I, as I remember, you've uh, you're working with hospitals and actually teaching the whole uh, the healing touch methodology to nurses so that they can reduce 
the pain that their patients are feeling. Is that correct? Is that what I remember? Yeah. I teach them techniques that they can use on their patients, but I also teach them self-care techniques to use on themselves, which is really important um, for both to be healthy, both themselves and patients. Right, and and that's that's where I want to take this the discussion now is towards self care. I know being a busy entrepreneur, solopreneur, business owner, um, I find that taking the time to do self care activities. We talked a little bit about you know walking on the beach, taking a walk in the woods, that kind of thing, or it could be just as simple as taking a hot bath with lots of great um, either oils or um, bath salts or whatever with a glass of champagne and a, and a good mm-hmm. uh, book. Um, you know, just trying to find those moments um, to do some self-care can be challenging. So what suggestions do you have for our listeners around how to really make self-care an important piece of what we do every day and not just wait till the weekends? All right. Many people think it has to be something that takes a long time, and it really doesn't. Um, I teach, when I work with clients one-on-one, I actually give them a five-minute audio for a breath meditation, just so they can stop and take those few minutes to stop the thinking and be in the present moment and feel their bodies and relax. That's what everyone needs to do throughout their day is take a few deep breaths and relax and stop that terrible stress response that we have going in us um, chronically. So that's one short way to do it. There's a healing touch technique called a mind clearing that takes less than 10 minutes to do. Aromatherapy is a terrific way to take just a few minutes, get your favorite aroma, the one that helps relax you or takes you to a favorite place. Um, you can smell it in from the bottle. You can put it on in your hands and smell it. And then just sit quietly, even if it's in your car in a parking lot. <laughs> or I've known uh, people that are busy at work, so they'll go to the the only place that it's quiet because maybe they're in cubicles or whatever, and it's always noisy. They'll go into the bathroom. And I have to say, as a nurse, especially working in the ER, sometimes that's the only place I could go that was quiet. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Run to the bathroom, take a few deep breaths, um, smell some oils, and just let my body relax for, for one minute. And then go back out there and do what I need to do. Um, A walking meditation is great. If you love to be outside and walk, all you have to do is walk and not think about to-do lists. You want to be in the present moment. Kind of like when you walk a dog, they're not thinking about what they did earlier in the day or what they're going to do later. They're just thinking about what's around them. They're smelling what's right in front of them. They're looking at whatever crosses their path. Just being in the present moment will help you decrease stress and anxiety and bring you back to a place where you can focus better and feel better. Yeah, I think that's so important, Lori, to, to be present and to, and to live in the present. You know, the past is gone. You can't do anything about it. It's done. It's finished. And the future is still coming. And, you know, 
you know, really the way you impact it is by impacting now and, you know, what you're doing currently, and that will resonate into the future. Um, and I, I love the idea of using aromatherapy, um, although I do have many people that I know who are challenged with scent, that they're allergic, and it's it's sort of very interesting. But, I, you know, I, I love the idea of going into the, into the bathroom with your favorite oil and you know, <laughs> sniffing it. Um, maybe not wearing it again, depending upon what kind of a workspace you're in. Exactly. Um, but you know, just being able to smell it or put it in some water um, and that kind of thing. And, but of course, you have to know which oils you can ingest and which ones you can't, right? Absolutely. Many of them um, you can ingest, but there's different ways to do that. And you need to know what oil you're using and the best way um, to use it. Some are only meant to be used topically or inhaled. So working with a aromatherapist or getting a really good textbook, if you want to get into the oils, is a wonderful way to start. Right. I, and I think that's absolutely true is, you know, it, because you can take something that you shouldn't take or you're using it incorrect. And, and then I think oftentimes that's when people throw up their hands and go, ah, this doesn't work. Well, probably because you're not using it as appropriately as you should. So I know, and you know, that not oil, all oils are created equal. So what does the novice, if they don't have an aromatherapist to work with, what would a novice who's, who's perhaps listening on, on the show look for or that kind of thing as to what's the best oil to get? Well, there's two kinds of oils out in the world, and that's what we call authentic. And a lot of companies now use the term therapeutic for that or adulterated. To get medicinal type effects, you need the high quality authentic oils. So when you're in the store, the first thing you want to look at on any bottle is not only should it have the common name like lavender, but it should also have the genus and species, the Lavendula Augustifolia. You want to look at the ingredients. If it's supposed to be a single oil, there should only be one thing listed there. If there's more than one thing, then it's an adulterated oil. Um, The other thing is I call the company and I ask them if their oils are tested. And the two tests um, that should be done minimally are gas chromatography and mass spectrometry. And those two tests tell you if all the um, ingredients are present in that batch of oil and in the right percentages. Mm -hmm. You see... Because they're essential oils and the plants are affected by a lot of things, Um, the temperature, the soil, uh, rain. So if a plant's going through a drought, it may have to change its chemistry to survive. And so it may not have all those therapeutic qualities um, for that year because it had to change its chemistry. So by having the oils tested, um, you know if it's um, authentic or not. Now, you are also, you recommending that we test them or that that's what you find out from the company? 
That that's what you find out from the company. Yeah, you can't do this. It's the machinery is is too much. Um, But if they're not testing their oils, then then they don't know what quality they're getting. Okay. And and I know there's at least one company, I I don't know about the other two that I'm really aware of, um, actually puts a lot number on the bottles so that you can go to their website and check the lot number and see from from growth to when it was actually put in the bottle and shipped, um, what was going on with it, what, how did it test, that kind of thing, and the purity or the um, authenticity and therapeutic nature of that oil. And I think that's a really um, company that's in integrity yes. with their oils. Yeah. Um, as opposed Absolutely. to putting out something that, that's not um, of the quality that it should be, Right. Right. Well, and what's amazing is lavender is very common, and it's the most adulterated oil there is. They will add things like propylene glycol to it. It's odorless. It's scentless. um, So people can't tell it's in there. Mm -hmm. And then they don't get the effect that they expected. Well, it's because it's been diluted out with this other chemical, which changes its chemistry. So... If an oil sounds, if the oil price of an oil is cheap and it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true. <laughs> They've done something <laughs> to it. <laughs> well, and I, I've noticed, uh, and isn't propylene glycol a, 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 um, a petrol, a derivative, something from gas? It's actually an antifreeze. <laughs> okay, close. And and <laughs> in in yeah. many. Um, personal care products because it makes things slick and smooth. Ooh. <laughs> it's that slippery. Ah, it has that, that slippery, slippery sense to it. Uh-huh. The, I think the other oil that I find oftentimes smells adulterated um, is peppermint. It's, it's like they, you know, they tell you that it's peppermint, but it always smells uh, except for a couple of oils, it always smells to me like um, we put a whole bunch of oils together. Like there's maybe spearmint in it and wintergreen and some other mints um, mm-hmm. to enhance the 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 mint odor. Um, and have you seen that, or or is it just, just something that I'm experiencing? No, I mean they don't they don't put it on the label. But if you smell right. an oil and it smells a lot like peppermint candy. Yeah, you know, it's got that strong candy smell. Then something else is in there. <laughs> because and it's just a question of what. Exactly, and there's no standards in the United States for essential oils. In Europe, um, where they use them in hospitals, and doctors actually prescribe them, and you you buy your therapeutic or authentic oils at the pharmacy, Ooh. and the pharmacist knows about them. Um, and then the other oils, like the perfume type oils or the ones that the food industry uses, you can buy those in other stores, mm-hmm. but not at the pharmacy. Okay, so, so it's you're very talking, interesting. Yeah. So you're talking about as far as food oils, things like nutmeg or cinnamon, that kind of thing. You buy those from the store, but the more therapeutic oils, uh, which would be what, like? Peppermint and lavender, or what? What other? No, nutmeg is also therapeutic if it's authentic oil. There's lots of things nutmeg is good for. Um, Okay. But it's 
this now that I was talking about Europe here in the United States, yeah. like I said, there's no standards. So right. if you're even if you go into a health food store, unless you look up the company and see if the oils are tested, you're not going to know oh. the quality. Yeah, no, I was I was talking specifically in Europe. So what do you, what kinds of oils are at the pharmacy versus those that are at the store? Oh, well, I'm just, I'm, the food industry in general will use like spearmint that, that they've done okay. things to so that the flavor lasts longer or okay. that the smell is stronger. Okay, so they're adulterated oils that are not at the pharmacy, but the authentic ones are the ones you probably find there. Yes? Yes. Okay, all right, great. So, audience, yeah. you now know um, that at least in Europe, to the, if you really want therapeutic, authenticated Authentic oils, you go to the pharmacy. If you, um, in essence, don't need it for a therapeutic, uh, then adulterated oils can be purchased in the store. So I, I would sort of go the same way of here, even though it's not the pharmacy, at least looking at um, quality suppliers um, that supply authentic therapeutic oils as opposed to what you buy perhaps in Target or Walmart that are undoubtedly adulterated? Well, I haven't looked into every company, so I don't want to say <laughs> <I don't>. that. <laughs> there are a lot of companies out there, and there are many that are good. Um, that's why I try to educate people so when they see something on a shelf, they can investigate it for themselves and, and find out um, if it's a good company or not. I use... I'm currently using three companies um, for my oils, and I will be able to share that with your listeners in another way later on. Okay. Um, but I've, I've looked into these companies, and I know the oils are tested. I can get a copy if I need it. Um, when I smell the oils, uh, I... Like the peppermint smells appropriate to me, and I just get a great effect using them on my clients and myself. That's awesome. I mean, I I know I've had some challenges with um, some of the companies and their oils, but when I find one that is truly authentic and therapeutic, it's amazing what it it does as far as you know, helping to sleep, clearing a room, um, headaches. Um, all of that. And I so value your expertise and your research as well in making sure that they are oils of the highest quality for your patients and for your friends and colleagues who ask you questions. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and hospitals are starting to use essential oils because there's actually um, a requirement that they start incorporating things other than medications to help alleviate pain and anxiety. Sounds good. So, so is, peppermint, is peppermint one of the best at leaving headaches and migraines? Now, everyone's chemistry is different. So it works, <laughs> it works for many people, but not all people because yeah. right. they, need, they need something else that, that matches their body chemistry better. And I do test people one-on-one to see what their body wants um, for their ailment. But peppermint is a good general one for headaches, yes. <laughs> okay. And Lori, I know, I know you've done the muscle testing with the oils to see what's right at that time for me. Um, so I, I agree. I, I just think it's interesting that 
lay people who, um, you know, who are using the oils and who find that um, it works really well on them, uh, I want to say foist them onto their colleagues and say, here, this will work for you when they don't really know. So would your advice be, um, you know, check it out yourself before, or if you're the one with the pain, check it out with a uh, practitioner before you use it. Um, And if you're a colleague, um, be careful what you recommend, uh, as it might not be quite right for the person that you're recommending it to. Yeah, there. There's so many oils out there that can deal with pain and other things. You really need to find out the one that's meant for you. You can try what works for the general population first, if you like, but it can get very expensive. (laughs) Um, So that's the choice is you can try and do it yourself by reading books, which isn't bad. That's how I started. Or you can work with a professional to find specifically what's good for your body and your chemistry. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. 
You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. Uh, Before we took our break, we were talking about uh, essential oils and the fact that even though in general they might work on what your your concern is, your health concern or whatever it might be, but that all oils work differently on each of us and to do some research around that, um, either you know, working with an aromatherapy expert, which would be the ideal, or even researching it um, on the internet and finding out more about each of those oils and how they might react with you. But I think the aromatherapy expert is probably the more tried and true and a way of not spending quite so much money, right, Lori? Correct. There are hundreds of oils out there, and they're all very good at, at many things, but to find the correct match, especially if you're experiencing chronic pain, um, is the secret. Terrific. And so, Lori, let's step back. And, you know, you, were, you are a healing touch practitioner, and that's something that you're now getting an opportunity to work in hospitals with the nurses and, and other staff members in how to use healing touch uh, effectively on patients that are in pain who, and who have stress because of that pain. So what exactly is it, and really how does it help alleviate stress and pain, anxiety, um, and I, I guess I'd ask the last question. So, why isn't it voodoo? <laughs> um, healing touch not only works with your energy field, but really makes a person-to-person connection, mm-hmm. which so many of us are missing these days. It's the the practitioner is is fully engaged with you for the amount of time they're working plus the light touch on the body or working very close to the body sometimes we work in the energy field and then clearing out any congestion um, gently clearing out old traumas you may be hanging on to and making space for the healing energy and the universal energy to come in and put your mind body and spirit back in balance and harmony now, have you ever been in a hospital? And <laughs> like, yes, for far too many times, but yes, I have. And the nurses were so busy just coming in and out, giving you medications, doing their assessment, and then leaving. And you were left feeling maybe stressed or not having questions answered, or you didn't sleep well at night, so you just didn't feel well. And you took the medication and it helped a little but you needed something else? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, yeah, as, as a nurse sitting on the other side as well, I always felt um, like I, I was disappointing my patients in the fact mm-hmm. that I couldn't stay there longer. I couldn't do more education. I couldn't help them alleviate that pain. So, uh, yeah, I, I have seen it from both sides. And, yes. yeah, it's, it's not the best way to heal. So the... the- Some of the techniques I teach the nurses in the class only take five minutes so they can do it at the bedside. And having that connection for that five minutes of just full attention on one person and doing the techniques, they, they relax, which 
improves oxygenation, which gets more blood flow to the area that needs to be healed. Um, Their stress response is stopped with the techniques that we use, so they go into relaxation mode, and they're able to heal and feel better. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the okay. nurses feel better, like yeah. you said, because they've done something um, more for their patient than just push medication at them, and they've made a deeper connection. And I think as a nurse, as we get more into computers and all this technology stuff, the human aspect is being lost more. And so this really helps them have improved job satisfaction and feel good about what they're doing. Well, Lori, I think that's so true. I. I remember oftentimes the nurses give an impression of, don't talk to me. I have two minutes with you. I need to get this done. And then I need to be out of here because I've got seven other patients to talk to. And I, I think that's that's really tough on both sides because you both have questions. There's bo- You both have things that need to be discussed. And I love the fact that some of these healing touch uh, modalities only take five minutes. And you can take that amount of time to be with the patient, to connect with them, to touch them, whatever it might be. That Because I think that's one clear way of reducing that pain is that just that simple human touch. Um, I know, you know, when you're really hurting, oftentimes you want to hug. You just want somebody to, to hold on to you. And that that's often enough, that, that warmth of human connection mm-hmm. is very, very important. And it's something that, you know, a leader needs to know when that's appropriate and provide it um, for your your team, for whoever else you know is around. It might be your clients or whatever. And so definitely in the nursing and, and the rest of the hospital staff as well. Plus the nurses connecting with other nurses. I think oftentimes you know we were running around like chickens with our heads cut off because we had you know patients that we had to see and this kind of thing that we don't even get a chance to stop and get a touch or a hug or just five minutes of something that will um, enhance our day as well, right? Right. And what I love is um, I'll teach the first day of the class and sometimes there's several days before the second day is taught. Um, and they'll come back and say, yeah, we were practicing on each other during break. And, oh, I love it. you know, I had a headache and we did this and it went away or I was feeling really stressed and I was able to have somebody do this technique on me and I felt so much better and was able to get through my shift. Um it's just amazing. And this is what I love about teaching is I'm, I'm helping to spread these holistic therapies out, not only like when I work with a client one-on-one to help one person, but now by teaching nurses and other professionals to take it out in the world, I'm actually touching hundreds and thousands of lives. And I think that's just so special for you as well. Uh, there's a real joy in your voice when you talk about your ability to impact the world. And I think that's what we as women leaders are really designed to do is to have that global impact. And in this case, it's actually touching one person and then another and then another until it's you know a huge um, ring of individuals. It's like dropping that stone in, in the water and just watching the ripples flow out. And that's how I see you, Lori. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love that uh, imagery that you used. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so... Lori, can you you have a five step system for alleviating all forms of pain, uh, which increases energy and promotes joy and wellness. So, could you tell our listening audience just a bit about that? I will just 
quickly tell you my five steps. Um, the first one is called Get Relief Now, and that's all about breaking the stress cycle and um, going from chronic low-grade stress to relaxation. Uh, the second step is relief beyond medications, and that has to do with the holistic therapies. Mm-hmm. Um So you can still use medications, and that's what I love about everything I do. You know, medications are not all bad. Um, They can be very helpful in a lot of things. So you can still use them, uh, but as far as pain medications go, you might be able to use a lot less or um, one that's not as strong when you're also using the holistic therapies. Right. Uh, The third step is to get beyond the trauma and the fear because a lot of us are emotionally hanging on to things which don't allow us to heal that we are not even conscious of. So the therapies, again, the aromatherapy and the healing touch can help you relieve that um, and clear that out so your body can come back into balance. And step four is, is make it last. So this has to do with some lifestyle changes, Um, again, like self-care or like diet or exercise, those kinds of things. And then finally, number five is prioritize you. And that's all about self-care because when you take care of yourself, you're better able to take care of others. And I know healthcare professionals, caregivers, caregivers, Parents that have special needs children often forget about themselves and put all their energy into caring for these people when they need to take care of themselves first, just like the oxygen mask in the airplane. (laughs) Put yours on first, then you can help your child. You need to... Or or someone who's acting like a child. (laughs) There you go. Exactly. Um, and I, I I love the fact that you you talk about getting beyond the trauma and the fear. I think so often we get stuck in that I'm afraid to move. I'm afraid to do this because I know it hurts. And my daughter had this uh, really adorable picture um, on her coffee table, and it was Red Riding Hood. It was back of Red Riding Hood, and the saying was, "Fear makes the wolf look larger." Mm. And I, I think that is so true that we get locked into that fear and that everything else looks worse. Everything feels worse. The trauma gets larger and that kind of thing. Um, and, and so I, I, it fits beautifully right there in, in your steps. And I know because you're excellent at what you do. Um, so, Lori, could you yeah. tell the audience just a little bit about the gift that you have for them? Well, um, my gift today is an Essential Oils Basics ebook about aromatherapy so you can get started doing some of this self-care on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells you about how to use them. It gives you examples of oils that are good for various things such as stress, anxiety, joint pain, muscle pain, um, and it gives you a list, a few oils for each type that you can get started with. And the precautions that you need to know about when you're using essential oils. Because, okay. yeah, although they're generally safe, 
You do need, some of them, you know, can interact with medications. So any precautions that you need to know about those oils, I have put in there for you. Terrific. And Lori, just out of curiosity, is there an oil for insect, I don't want to say repellent, but um, to keep them at at, a bay from you that's in your book? I don't know if that one's in the book, but it's citronella. Uh Um, It's a very good oil for that. And you can mix it with like tea tree um, and off the top of my head, if you wanted to tone down the smell a little bit, because that can Mm -hmm. be a little strong, you could add a little lavender and that way it's calming to you and it's repelling the insects. Um, Doing blends is something I love to do, but you do need to work with someone um, to get the right blend for you. Okay, so again, audience, you hear heard her say, working with an aromatherapy expert is the key to really um, getting the re- results that you're looking for. And this ebook, I think, will definitely set you on the road to um, using aromatherapies in a very therapeutic and wonderful way. So, Lori, do you have one more tip for us for summer? that we ought to know about to make sure that our summer is just the most fun, self-care, relaxing that it could possibly be? Oh, my first aid kit for summer is always carry lavender. It's great for sunburns and Mm -hmm. cuts and scrapes. Um, Peppermint oil is great for indigestion when you're (laughs) overindulging. Yes, yes, yes. And it's also good for headaches. and those are the things I never go without. So, okay. <laughs> so peppermint and lavender need to be in your to-go bag this summer when you're off to the beach. And so I'd like to thank you, Lori, so very, very much for talking to the audience about um, you know, how to use healing touch to alleviate pain and to be more joyful and happy, how to make sure that we invite self-care into our daily lives and that essential oils are a key piece to again being healthy and energetic and vital and besides which they smell right good so thank you again for Lori, Lori for being here thank you so much Linda I've really enjoyed our time together great and Audience, if you have any questions and want to see how to dig deeper into the art of hurting cats, check out the website, and you can also find Lori's free gift there at www.daretodreamwithlinda.com or send me an email to linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Until next time, be courageous, dare to lead. Thank you. See you then. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.